I didn't look at it because people will say, is that a sign? Maybe you shouldn't. Your family needs you. And I, 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 I said, no. It just made me realize when you are clear and you have your why, you know, the mission of you're really clear with why it's important for you to continue to grow and pursue. It got me through that. Hello, I'm Elizabeth Ribbons, your host for Next, a podcast dedicated to connecting women through stories, inspiration, and actions that empower resilience, leverage change, and celebrates their next. This morning, we have Patty Smith, a life success coach and speaker with a book coming out next year, Ignite Your Passions, Strategies to Navigate What's Next for Life. Her message is to adapt and pivot to change in the challenges of life so for, to women so that they can live their best life. Patty, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, Elizabeth, it's so great to be with you. Thank you for having me. Um, I just wanted to... Well, of course, we're addressing change like daily now in, in this year of 2020. We have a new year coming up and it gives you hope that we can continue to remain resilient and, and face challenges. And I just kind of wanted to first start with finding out a little bit about you and your history and what got you to this point. And then uh, we'll go from there. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I I don't think you start out thinking this as far as um, being adaptive and change, but um, I've always been curious. And I had a mom who, my sisters and I used to say she was born ahead of her time. Hmm. And she always uh, encouraged us to go for all the opportunities that she felt we had that she didn't have. Um, yeah. yeah. So she, you know, I had a lot of friends whose moms wanted they're like, find a nice boy and settle down. You know, I grew up in the Midwest and um, that just kind of was the, the way people thought even when I was young. And um, my mom was like, you got your whole life to settle down, go be, do. And so I really believe that um, that kind of was what kind of spurred me on my own journey and was just that kind of a mindset. And um, anyway, it brought me um, from Michigan to California following my dream to be in the fashion industry. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's, that, that's what kind of started everything for me. I, uh, I moved out here with a job interview, $300 cash and a month to uh, a place to stay for a month for free. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. yeah I was taking little, a chance. <laughs> yeah. I was 22, but my, my sister lived out here, my older sister who today would have been her 60th birthday and uh this is kind of dedicated to her today it's she uh passed away you know 10 years ago from cancer but she was definitely a trailblazer in her own right yeah so um you know i just want to honor her today yes definitely but uh you know and and you know i will say this on her journey um of always staying curious even when she was fighting cancer um what got her through was um having a passion and she uh, had been an engineer and she reinvented herself and got a landscape architect degree, which she was such an artist and she never gave up even through cancer treatments. She stuck with it and was able to realize her dream and work in her field for a few years before she passed. So, you know, I feel like the passion piece, you know, my book's called igniting your passions. And I feel like, you know, 
And, you know, I love your name of your show, the Next, because I feel like that question of what's next comes up for us through all periods of life. You know, you're right. getting out in the world. I have a 17-year-old that's about to, you know, enter, um, uh, graduate from high school this spring and then, you know, enter into college. Okay, what's next? And if you think about life and all, everything it throws us, you know, yeah. um, it's always what's next, you know, and I think we're meant to grow until we take our last breath. And so the question of what's next is kind of what puts us forward. Even when we get sidetracked with things that are challenging, tragedy, COVID, um, it, yeah. it's not meant to, to set us back. Sometimes it's just meant to help us stop and regroup. Yeah. And so I, I feel like that's been my journey. You know, um, I realized my dream in the fashion industry and got to travel. And I mean, I just loved my career and that evolved and changed. And, um, you know, I, when my sister got diagnosed with, uh, uh, terminal cancer, mm-hmm. it literally stopped. I mean, my life just went and took a huge shift. <laughs> yeah. And, um, my, it, my whole family, you know, and my, I had a seven-year-old daughter at the time. My sister had two kids. She went through a really difficult divorce. And, um, I'll tell you, talk about, not knowing what every day was going to be after that. I, it was a crazy place to be, but, um, you know, my husband kept telling me, Petty, this is a period of time. And it's just, it's a period of time and it's one day at a time. Yeah. And um, I'll tell you, my whole life shifted after watching um, my sister fight this battle the way she did, um, but also made me realize how precious life was. And oh, So true. So true. Doesn't it? Know. Mm, it's just, and I, I, I just have to say, I, um, it just changed everything for me in the sense that it made me realize, you know, every, I mean, my sister passed away at 50. My mom passed away. Uh, I think it's been four years now at 82. And then three weeks after my mom passed, my niece passed away at 20. Oh, oh my in a gosh. tragic accident. And I mean, the thing that makes you realize is you just don't know what's behind the corner and not that to live in fear, but to live that, you know, every day's like um, one of my mentors says that every day's a lifetime in miniature. It has a yeah. beginning and it has an end and you get to choose it. And just to kind of even approach what's going on right now is, you know what? Okay. We have this, 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 you know, virus and um, it doesn't have to define us. You know, it might cause us to pivot, but Don't let it hold you down. So uh, that is amazing that you had all of that come up in the past 10 years. And that's just huge. And at that time when you were in the career and you had your daughter, were you starting to feel like, you know, it's time for a change or you were just humming along, everything was fine. And then this thing happened, this external thing happened. And it kind of just made you decide to start really, uh, assessing yourself, your life and what you wanted? How did that happen? Well, you know, I I think it it started, um, I had my daughter and my sister had already been, um, she had already had a cancer diagnosis, but it was early and everything seemed like it was going to be okay. But then when my daughter was 18 months old, my husband had a health scare himself to the degree that um, we didn't know what the next couple months were going to be. And if, if it had, he had melanoma and if it had moved to 
a couple more lymph nodes. Um, mm. They gave him five years or less. Oh my and God. I remember, I, I mean, I, I had taken time off when I had my daughter because we were redoing our house and I had closed a business. And um, it threw me back in the working world because I wasn't sure what was going to happen. And, um, and I followed another passion when I did that. I, it, it just evolved. And um, it was a position where I was working in the fashion industry, but with designers. And um, I started traveling. And, um, but it was, it was still very, it evolved. And I, I loved it. And then my sister got her terminal diagnosis. Mm-hmm. And that's when everything changed. And then my world was healthcare. And after my sister passed away, um, that's really when I think things really started shifting for me because I remember thinking family is everything. Yeah. Like, cause I remember when she was, you know, in her last days, I remember going, what would I be thinking? What kind of a mother was I? What kind of a sister? What kind of a friend? What kind of a community member? You know, you start and I'm thinking yeah. my family is everything. But what's interesting is it almost threw me so much in that place that, um, you know, I went into healthcare after my sister passed away. I felt this calling for wanting to do more meaningful work. Right. And it was exciting. And I got into a entrepreneurial company and they ended up, um, it, it was so exciting. Um, they made a position for me and then um, the CEO wanted me to become president. And I didn't feel like it was the right fit, but I took it as a temporary position and it mm-hmm. stretched me. And see, I loved the, the curiosity always for some reason, got me in these situations. And that was great. But then I had to shut down a company. I didn't even start. Things kind of went haywire with our CEO. And when that happened, I think I almost gave up. I felt so like, here I thought my sister passed away and I was inspired to do something that was meaningful. And I was on this path. And this this seemed like the right thing. And then it didn't work out how I thought. And it's so weird because I thought, you know what? I think I'm just going to go get a job. Uh-huh. I think that I've done everything I'm supposed to do. You know, I've got my family. That's my focus. And I have to tell you, I got in the settling mindset. And then <laughs> I turned 50. <laughs> and the day, I'm telling you, Elizabeth, today. 50 is a whopper. It just makes you go, okay, let's take account. Let's just take a, let's get the spreadsheets out and really look at everything. <laughs> yes. Well, and you know what's weird? When I turned 50, I woke up and I had these texts, you know, from friends and family. Oh, you're 50 and all these jokes. And I was, yeah. and I remember the thing that I thought was, oh my God, this is all my sister had. Like, oh, oh my years. gosh. That is what I thought oh, when I woke wow, up. Patty. And I remember thinking, what am I doing? I am settling. And what am I showing my daughter? You know, yeah. am I being the role model? It's one thing to say things. It's another thing to be the example. And I'm telling you, that is the day that really shifted things for me. Right. Was that day. And you know, it's so odd. My birthday is January 15th, which is... Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday, and he had a dream, <laughs> and I'm going to continue to follow my dream <laughs> until I take my last breath, and that was my kick in the pants. Right, right, and wow, you know, that that's a great story for so many reasons. It, it gave you, you went out, because when I, I talk to so many women, when I've worked with women, I talk to women, I interview women, and 
like you were saying, things were happening organically in your career and they evolved and they evolved. And then all of a sudden there was this hard stop, you know, with the other job that, that was, you had to be create was creating, you were creating in healthcare and you thought that that was the thing. And then it just was a hard stop. And that's the point. I think that is the, the point of distress where I, I really think, and I know you work with women to help them get past that oh my God, it's over and I'm so sad and I'm going to settle and I'm just going to, oh, just do whatever. And, and at 50, we're living longer lives, right? So you're looking at a long period of time of not having a, a passion or a dream. So I think we always have to just give ourselves a little bit of space. We, when we're in it, we don't know, but maybe our circle or a coach like yourself has to say, okay, just, you don't have to have a decision right now because you've been through it, right? Yep. You know, like just give yourself some space right now. You don't have to have everything decided because I think you and I are similar in that way where we're action. We take action and it's like, okay, what's the next thing? All right, I'm going to, I'm going to go take care of this. And I've learned, I think from just age and wisdom, just let the dust settle a bit, you know, and it became clear for you, right? Like you just knew that this was something that you were going to be able to do drawing on your experiences. So tell me about how you got to coaching. Yeah. Well, you know, when I was in that period of um, almost settling and closing down a company that I didn't even start, um, you know, I was fighting those feelings that I didn't used to. It's like I allowed them to come in when I was shutting this company down. I felt like I failed but, and I knew failure builds you, but this really, I, I just, it just consumed me. You know, sometimes it's just what happens. And I have a friend who was a coach. Uh, she was a relationship coach, but she said, you know, Patty, um, I know you've worked in sales and marketing and um, I could use some help while you're figuring things out and shutting the company down. Would you mind helping me? And I've always loved personal development. I've studied it, you know, since my 20s. Right. Never thought of it as a career, but it's always, I always read articles in business magazines. I, Jack Canfield's The Success Principles was yeah. a book that really resonated with me when I was younger. And um, even the Dalai Lama's book on happiness and all the articles I used to pull out when I was young, my mom saved them all and sent them to me. And they're all like personal development articles. I still have this manila folder. Uh-huh. And um, my friend had been telling me about going to this personal development seminar for years. And finally, I, you know, and I knew I would love it. I just didn't go because life was happening and I was busy. And I went with her. And at the same time, that's when she was saying, would you like to help me with some marketing? And so I said, you know, that would be a good distraction. And I did. And it ended up opening up a whole new world. I thought, oh my gosh, I, this is meant for me. This is, I want to help other people. I mean, when I was young, my family used to have a nickname for me. Um, they called me Florence Nightingale because <laughs> I was always on the phone with my friends, helping them with their problems. And then I would be rushing out to see them. And they're like, oh, Florence is out again, <laughs> helping somebody. And little did I know that, you know, my two passions when I was young was fashion and helping people. And so I pursued my first part of that. And little did I know in my second, you know, chapter of life or my second act of life, that personal development would be my calling. And so, and when I first got into personal development, I didn't think I wanted to coach Mm -hmm. because I thought, oh, that's starting a business. And I just shut down a business. I didn't start. And 
you know, it was a vulnerable place for me to go there. I didn't feel like, um, I just didn't feel like I was built for it at that point. And what I realized in my journey was that this is absolutely what I wanted to do and that um, it was time to put my stake in the ground. And I'm telling you, um, right when I made the decision and I'm, I'm going to go down this road, I want to become certified. Um, I made my investment. My mom got sick. And Patty, like oh. every time, you know, you make a big decision to make a shift, things yes. will show up. And I think because I was already in this place of, I know this is what I want to do, mm-hmm. even though I had to, you know, fly home and help out for about a month, you know, my mom was put in hospice and all that. Right. I never gave up. I just said, okay, I'm still going to do this. And then after my mom passed, I was still on the road to do my certification two months later. And three weeks later, my niece died. And I thought, you know what? I mean, I didn't look at it because people will say, is that a sign? Maybe you shouldn't. Your family needs you. And I, I, I said, no. It just made me realize when you are clear and you have your why, you know, the mission of you're really clear with why it's important for you to continue to grow and pursue. It got me through that. It really got me through those hard times. And I'll say this, Elizabeth, when I made a decision to move to California, Uh right. To come out here for the fashion degree (laughs) to get, you know, work in the apparel business. Um, The day before I was leaving, my car, which was packed, was parked in front of our house. Somebody hit my car. Oh my gosh. And so I couldn't move. I had to wait a week to get my car fixed. And then the day I was leaving the second time, my car literally broke down, like just at the end of our block. And I had to pretty much go to the car, um, you know, to get my car repaired. Um, And as I'm sitting in there and my car is packed, you know, my friends were like, this is a sign. Maybe you shouldn't move there. And I didn't know it then, but I thought about that in these moments of when I stepped into the coaching, mm-hmm. I thought about that and I went, but this is life. Right when you make a big decision, you know, it wants to bring up things to pull you back to your comfort zone and just to be aware that that's kind of the sign like, okay, I'm on the right track, you know? I like that you said that because I do think that the universe or whatever you want to call it does sort of test you to say, do you really want this? Because you're raising the bar and you have to be strong. And do you really want this? And so it makes you just go, oh, maybe not. It's like testing you to see if that's what you really want to do. Are you willing to go to that next level and be the, and be this in pivot change? And um, I totally agree that, that you, you know, it wasn't like you were forcing it. You just knew. And also, too, I also think that when things happen, maybe you were just meant to wait a little bit longer, not to leave at that time, you know, mm-hmm. that your safety was going to be more guaranteed if, what if you broke down on the way there? So it's like all these things happen. And I think, well, maybe it was for the best. But I love that you use that word journey, because it really is a journey. And the result is everything that we focus on, right? But it's the growth and the learning. I mean, in those 10 years, the loss that you were experiencing and then the evolution of what you wanted to become and really were clear on it, that's huge, huge 
to the sense that you can give that to someone else in your work. I just think that's so powerful, so very powerful, because you really know. You know what loss is. You know what pivots and challenges are. I mean, you've seen them, and you've met them, and you've got through them. So that's just so really inspiring, Patty. I want to also talk to you about your book, because it's exciting. I love the name of it. You want to go over it again, because I said it earlier, but... Yeah, the name of it is Igniting Your Passions, Mm -hmm. uh, Self-Leadership Strategies to Navigate What's Next in Your Life. Mm -hmm. Because um, really, that question will come up throughout your whole life. You know, my father, Mm -hmm. who is just celebrated 91, when he lost my mom, he was 87. And he, um, you know, at first, we didn't even know if he was going to make it because he was so emotionally, he literally was almost dying of a broken heart. We had just celebrated their 60th anniversary. And I remember within, and then my niece passed away three weeks later, suddenly. And he's like, I haven't even processed your mom. But I'm saying this because my dad was an 87-year-old man. And I am telling you, within two months, he calls me and he says, Patty, I made a decision. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) He says, I've decided to reinvent myself. Oh, I love it. Whoa. (laughs) He's like, I could either make a decision to stare at four walls and feel sorry for myself and wait to die, or I can move forward with your mom's memories and live. And I thought, you know, there you go again. What's next? What's next? So he chose not to be stuck. Yes. And, and, you know, going back to the premise of my book, igniting your passions, you know, I originally had a different title for the book. Mm -hmm. It's called inspiring your desire and inspire was such a big word for me. In fact, there's a book, that I'm in called itty bitty book of words. Uh And it was, we all got to choose a word and make up our own definition. And so there's my word inspire. Uh And um, what I wrote for inspire, my definition was to spark creative imagination by igniting the soul, rousing the power to influence and impact. Yeah. And as much as that word is so important to me, another word kind of was born a year and a half ago, and that was ignite. Mm-hmm. And I felt like there was such an energy and action to that word yeah. that I changed my title after I was masterminding with a couple people, and it just went, yes, that resonates. Because yeah. this is about getting an idea, you know, having a dream to pull you, but then taking the action to step into it. And I say imperfect action because people wait to be perfect and then they don't make their move. Oh, that is, wait a minute. We have to just, that is so true. They, they feel like they have to have it all planned out and know every answer and not, instead of just ignite and start it, start it and get going and become it. As, as you've been saying all along, everything just sort of evolved. Life is a, a path, a journey that we evolve from, Right. So that was so important. So important. Well, and in, and in my book I have, um, and I didn't plan on this initially, but I thought, you know, it's kind of nice to follow something. And I, I thought of the word ignite and Mm -hmm. I decided, you know what? Um, I'm going to use it as a process. So Mm -hmm. I have a six step ignite process Mm -hmm. really because people are always, clients are always saying to me, especially women in midlife, 
mm-hmm. is, you know, they want to connect with something meaning, more meaningful, you know, right. meaningful work, whether you're getting paid for it or it's even volunteer work, but I want to be involved in something meaningful, right? Right. I think we just, we kind of naturally evolved that way. And um, so I thought about it um, and thinking about the journey of how do you connect with passion and purpose? It's nice to say, I want to do that, but how do you do that? Mm-hmm. And so that's what Ignite is in the book. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I'll go through kind of just my um, sixth step is the I is first inspiring your desire, uh-huh. you know, just to connect with what gives you life. The G is for get crystal clear with what you want and why is it important to you? You know, first you're imagining ideas, igniting your imagination, uh, or I'm sorry, inspiring your imagination. Okay, so that's Mm -hmm. the I. Then you're getting really clear with what that looks like and why is it important to you? And then um, the N is nailed on your decision to go for it Mm -hmm. because you've got to commit, right? And then... um, C-I-G-N. Oh, and then the next I is um, to invite in support of like-minded people and mentorship. So smart. Yes. Because no matter what, it's hard to see the picture when you're in the frame. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the T is to take imperfect action. Every like we day. were just saying, get going. Just And imperfect, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the E is embrace gratitude throughout your journey. Because I think every day that's what grounds you is to remember what, you know, just to ground yourself in gratitude. And um, so anyway, and, 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 and I'll tell you that my, it's the holidays coming up and I love Mm -hmm. this time of year. Yeah. And one of my favorite movies is called the holiday. Yes. And it's with Cameron Diaz and Winslet. Yes. And when I saw that movie, I am telling you, Something so resonated, and I bring this up in my book, and it is the idea of embracing being the leading lady of your own life. Because there was a part where Kate Winslet, you know, she leaves England because she's running away from a breakup, and yes, and she um, she she meets this Oscar-winning writer that she befriends, an older guy, and she has dinner with him, and he's like, I don't understand how somebody so beautiful would be spending the holidays by herself in a country she knows nobody in. And she tells him the sob story and he goes, Iris in the movies, you know, there's the leading lady and the best friend. And I can tell you of the qualities of a leading lady, but for some reason you're acting like the best friend. Oh, I remember that line. (laughs) You're so right. You should be the leading lady of your own life. And so I think about that, that just resonated. Be the leading lady of your own life. Step into what gives you life. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and so to me, that's, you know, it's like, this is our, I feel like women, once we, if we're fortunate enough to, to get to the second half of our life, our second act, mm-hmm. I feel like women are just getting started because I feel like we're gro- growing and building and it's in our second chapter where we can really impact and influence and give back. Right. I, I so agree with you on that. I think that I call this the middle years because, you know, we do have our, if we're lucky enough to live into our senior elderly years, this is the middle years. And we have all this wisdom. We have resources. We have a network of women and, and all these experiences that we, we bring with us. 
And we already built, we built a family, we built a business, we built maybe both. And we, you know, like for you and I, we both, and we, we've done all these things. We've played all these roles. It takes a little bit of work to get back to like our true nature, what's truly igniting us. And then we can kind of go and, and, and call out, you know, all these things that we've, we've, built in our life and and utilize them to do something meaningful even if it means a business it's a meaningful business most what you're saying is totally aligns with all of my my audience and the people i speak with it's everyone's wanting something that that's got a valuable uh sense or meaning to it a purpose and they also want to do something really that that just resonates with their their true nature so I love everything you're saying, and I love how you get people back to it. And um, I just have to say that it's so important, and I can't stress enough how important it is when you're deciding to do this to reach out and find, get a team, get a circle, get a group, get a, get a coach. Coaches, I think, are wonderful. Um, obviously, this is what I'm all about is, is supporting coaches and supporting the, the experts behind helping you get to the other side is um, because it's their objective and they've been through it. They've helped others through it. And so they can help, um, they can help you or help whoever uh, get to that next, next place. And so I'm sure that's something that you experience a lot in, in what you're doing. Um, how long have you been coaching? I've been coaching since 2016. Uh-huh. So, um, and I feel like, you know, I, I mean, I've always had that helping nature with people uh-huh. and I look back and especially writing a book you really you reflect on so much and it kind of puts the pieces together of of your life at least this book has for me right I you know you learn um, I think people kind of ground things more through stories so there's a lot of, of, of different stories um, inspiring even other people's stories that inspired me and um you know, I feel like if anybody ever has a chance to write a book, um, even if whether you publish it or not, it really helps you kind of put the pieces of your life together and see the journey that you've taken. Um, but um, I'm sorry, I forgot what question you just <laughs> I'm just saying the people that you've helped and how long you've been coaching. But, you know, going on what you just said, um, I just think that uh, it's just really useful to look at where we've been and where we are now. And I don't think there's any mistakes. I mean, we all have loss. We all experience challenges. We don't go through this life without getting good and bad in it. And um, don't you think that what you're doing right now, you're kind of put on the earth to do like you did your, your, your fashion and that was your, your passion too, but this is what you were meant to do. You wrote a book, you're out speaking, you're coaching women, you're inspiring them. Don't you feel so aligned? I'm sure you do with, with, your true I, nature. I do. Yeah. And you know, and, and with everything going on right now in the world, I will say this, I feel this strong sense of um, the need for community for so many reasons, um, just to support everybody. And, and whether it's with the business or just with involvement in, in making change, yeah. I think the community piece is so huge right now. And I think, you know, again, it is hard to see the picture when you're in the frame and finding, um, you know, mentorship or even a group of, you know, mastermind people, but just to really help us um, with our blind spots and also help us from staying in a limited, you know, for me, I feel like the plus with having a mentor 
is, um, you know, we can get into these limited mindsets, even though we're inspired on a path, mm-hmm. you know, we all have these blocks and it's helping people to, um, learn how to take the learning from something and release the stuff that isn't serving us. Yeah. And no matter who you are, I mean, think about elite athletes, they have coaches, no matter how talented they are, because, you know, they're there to help you see your blind spots. Just like a group is there even just to support you in an idea that maybe is, you know, when something's a new, fresh baby of a dream, mm-hmm. it's easy for something to pull you out. But when you have a support system, to kind of cheer you on and um, just continue to encourage the positive move. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this world needs a lot of that right now and is ready to soak that up with like a sponge. So (laughs) I agree now more than ever, I feel like, you know, this is a must for me for sure. Yeah. And community is and connecting. And and as women, we all connect. Uh, We do so much more when we just connect and on a, on a basis of just supporting one another. And then more comes from that. It evolves from there. I think that that's the, the, the how women do their best work is by connecting and just, and, and supporting one another. I think it's, yes. it's amazing. Amazing. And, and you know, too, you know, the Dalai Lama has said, mm-hmm. it will be the Western woman that changes the world. And I think, and you know, he talks about the compassion piece with women mm-hmm. and that's such a, think about the world right now. And I I feel like, think about our kids because it's the world that we were, we're involved with now that is leaving them something and having a teenager right now Mm -hmm. who's helped remind me of that. um, You know, we're influencing them right now We're we can have an impact. And so I think it's, um, now more than ever, community is important. And I have to say, I love what you're doing with community, Elizabeth, with, with Next. And um, you're connecting passion because um, Thank you. I think it's just so needed. And I just want women to just step up and come from that imperfect headset instead of, I can't make a move unless I know exactly what I'm doing. Right. Right. And that's what a coach is good for, too. I just have to say it again. It's, it's coaches are really, really good for all of those things. And I wanted to make a point, too, where a coach isn't your, your family or friends. There's somebody that's completely objective because your family or friends may be critical or they may be too nice. And you just need someone just looking straight at you and, and able to say what needs to be said and guide you and direct you. So, again, I just think that coaches um, – you know, there's so many of them, which ones are able to help. And that, that's why I did what I'm doing so that people can really focus in and get help and, and learn more about what coaches are doing and how they help others. So Patty, this has been fantastic. And thank you so much for sharing on this really special day. I know that it's a, a day of remembrance for you. And um, I really appreciate you and all that you're doing. You're just a light. You're a bright light. And um, just keep doing what you're doing. It's, it's wonderful. And I can't wait to see your book. Yes, yes. Next, next year. Um, I, I don't have a date yet, but it'll be out the first half of next year. So um, anyway, I'm looking forward to it. And it's been a late, you know, a labor of love. And I, I so appreciate, um, you know, meeting you and the time spent even today. And um, I felt an instant connection with you the first time we met. <laughs> 
you and I are cut from the same cloth, no doubt about it. We even have fashion backgrounds way back when. So yeah, we're cut from the same cloth and it's really, it's really nice. Well, thank you, Patty. And um, I'm going to leave you with this. I can and I will. Oh my gosh. On my website, it says it can be done. (laughs) I'm telling you. we are cut from the same cloth. (laughs) Yes. It's time, ladies. I'm just going to say to put your stake in the ground. Yes. And, you know, don't let your excuses become your results. Just move forward, you know, and don't worry about how you do it. It's going to be imperfect, but you know what? It's when you take action, it's going to move you forward and it's going to take you places you've never dreamed. I think that's great. And you don't want to have any regrets. You want to make sure you're living your life fully. Thank you so much for for your wise words and, and for taking the time with me today. Thank you, Elizabeth. It's been really a pleasure. Thank you for listening. Links to mine and my guest social media, as well as other resources you might enjoy, are all in the show notes. Why not take a quick 10-minute quiz to help find the right resource for you? Download the Compass mini course or browse the resource page and see what the next community has to offer. All available at www.nextcareerlife.com. Enjoying the show? Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or share the show with a friend or coworker. Word of mouth is still the best way to find out about new podcasts. Until next time.